Microsoft kicks off their spring sale. A real-life battle royale on an island? Disney Plus. I'm back with another top 10 list. And a three-year-old locks an iPad. For 47 fucking years. <laughs> All of that and so much more coming up on Heine House Live. Welcome to the show. Let's go. Welcome to Heine House Live, a podcast about the exciting and ever-changing world of gaming and technology. Heine House Live is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Perfect. For all other info, including links to our community Discord, live video feed, episode archive, and a whole host of other great entertainment, please visit HeineHouse.com. <laughs> yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. How are you doing? Welcome back to Heine House Live. So good to see you. Hope you're having a fantastic day and a fantastic week. How are you doing? I'm excited to jumpstart, get into this week with you guys. We have a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff to talk about, a lot of great gaming news, a lot of great tech news, and a lot of funny shit in between. Just like to reintroduce myself. I'm Jason. Good to see you all. This is the podcast where we talk about gaming, we talk about tech, we talk about life, we talk about Everything in between. There's some comedy. There's some funny shit. Just kind of whatever goes down. Whatever whatever happens, happens, and I just kind of roll with it. Uh, this is also a great community-driven podcast. We have Discord, social media, at Heine House. We're everywhere. So if you want to partake, I take questions from uh, social media. I rotate the social media. I'm just starting to do that, actually. Rotate between Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. So throughout the month, everyone's going to get an opportunity uh, to get some questions answered. We do audio questions. We have a lot of fun stuff. I'll get into all that stuff. But let's go ahead and hit you with the show opener, of course. So this is episode seven, recording, what are we, April 14th, 2019. And we're all over the interwebs. I already said them. But social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Heine House is the handle. Look me up. Get at me, brah. Bruh. Get at me. <laughs> Bruh. Um... Yeah, we can also do audio questions. We don't have any this episode, and that's totally cool. But go ahead and get at me. You want to record yourself, get on your smartphone, get on your PC or your Macintosh, your Apple, and record yourself and then send it on over. Email it to me, HeineHouseLive at gmail.com. Get at me. Love to answer some of your questions. And then all the other info, everything else, you know where to go. HeineHouse.com, that's the website. You're looking for something specific? It's there. I just redesigned it this uh, beginning of the year. Oh, I'm so happy because of that, man. Seriously, I've been so far behind with uh, that. My website has been so fucking ugly for so long, and I finally got my shit together, got my act together, and uh, it looks really nice now. So check it out. I put a lot of work into it. Let me know what you think. Of course, the show is directly supported, and it's alive and kicking. It was birthed by your support, and it sticks around here because of your support on Patreon. I can't, I can't stress that enough. Thank you so much. I love you all, and I appreciate the support greatly. Let's go ahead and pull up the Patreon slide. There it is. Just like in grade school. Remember in grade school, they had the slides that 
they'd, they'd wheel it in on a big gas fucking four caster thing with metal with the with the um the projector on top okay i'm showing my age there's a list right there of all the amazing patrons that are supporting not only this show but supporting my entertainment as a whole heine house entertainment that's my brand that's my business youtube music audio sound design soundtracks for video games keeping me alive keeping me kicking living my dream and um would love to do it full time. I'm still working on that. With your help in here, I can continue to shed some love and light into this dreaded, dreaded, is that a word? Dreaded, dreary world. That's what I was trying to say. No, but it, you guys make it so, so much more amazing. How about welcome Stephen Herring? Where's my winner? Winner. Thank you. Appreciate your support. He just joined on Patreon. How about Tim Adams? Winner. Yes. Round of applause to both of you gentlemen. Thank you. Appreciate your support on Patreon. Stay a while. The water's good. Don't worry. We are in the sauna, but we're wearing towels. So I think they say it's okay as long as you don't look at my butthole. That's what they say. (laughs) Nice. Very nice indeed. Hey, you know what? I can come along with you in the car. Hello, duh, your drive to work sucks ass, and we know this. Maybe you're on the bus, maybe you're riding a bike, maybe you're walking. Maybe you're being being good and walking. Take me with you in your car or your commute. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, you got your smartphone hooked up to your car. Just launch that app, boy. You know, wherever you listen to podcasts, take me with you. I just would love to join you. I would love to come through your speakers. And just be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and also, the lastly here, we, you guys know, this is a lot of fun. But you can ask your smart device in your house. This is, this is really cool. You can ask your smart device to play the most recent episode of Heine House Live, and it, and it works. And you can listen to it in your house, and sometimes you have it syndicated like throughout the speaker system or, or whatever. Yeah, how cool is that? I love talking about this because this is all new technology. That's coming, it's coming out and it's, it's fun, exciting. I've been podcasting. I'm coming up on my 10 year anniversary. I've talked about this before, but here we are 10 years down the road and all of this shit didn't exist when I started. And I just love the fact that it does now. Oh, it's so cool. Let me try it real quick. Play the most recent episode of Heine House Live. Do you still want to play that on Dirty Dick Casting Couch? (laughs) Um, no, can you play it here? Sorry, do you want to play Heine House Live on Dirty Dick Casting Couch? Yes, play it there, please. All right, here's the latest episode of Heine House Live, $15,000 Xbox, 5G Networks, and DRM Drama, Episode 6. Hey, Google. Oh, sorry. Okay, that backfired. So, <laughs> did you hear that? We have a Chromecast in the game room that's connected. <laughs> I love that. And Stephanie named it the Dirty Dick Casting Couch. <laughs> that is straight winner material, though. Winner. <laughs> and it's like, hey, do you want to play it on that? Because I have the video feed, too, which you all know. But if you didn't, you, we have the audio feed. 
here and we had the video feed on YouTube. So look us up on YouTube if you want to see the visual element to this, which is also new and fun and exciting. We all love it. We love it. And, and of course, don't forget, guys, um, you listen on Apple Podcasts, and we'll talk a little bit more about Apple Podcasts in the future. Actually, I think I have a little something to talk about Apple Podcasts later on in the, the show. But don't forget, you can review the show. You can give it, you know, you can give it five stars, you know, you know right there on the app. can also give it a nice little uh, review. You want to write a little paragraph, maybe a few sentences, just let you, you know, let me know what's going on. And also helps me in the trending. You know, I'd love to get back up into the trending. We used to be trending in all-gen gamers, and that was always good because it spreads the, the word to a more mass community, and I would love to, to do that. So, But share it with your friends. Let your friends know, hey, hey, I'm on this podcast episode. Look, I, I uh, submitted an audio question, and he played it, and um, I'm on Discord, and he's going he's gonna to go through there, and we're going to look at some fun things. And look, there's my screen name. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's a community-driven show. So anyway, hey, thank you. Appreciate you guys being here. We're going to jump right into the show. I want to, I want to start, I want to start first of all by um, telling a story because, <laughs> you know, you got, well, I guess I should, I should roll this right into also, I want to let you guys know that I still currently am dealing and working through my medical situation and uh, that's, that's going well. You know, under the circumstances, I mean, $41,000 in medical bills is kind of expensive. Uh, definitely, uh, I've never seen that kind of money in my life, and sucks that it has to be, you know, during medical time. But anyway, um, I'm still running my GoFundMe. I have that. Uh, the link to that's in the show notes. I've had incredible support from people reaching out to me and just giving their warm wishes, uh, some people even donating and uh, helping me with that and, and you know, Every little bit helps, and it goes to the greater cause here, and I just want you all to know that I appreciate you, and I love you, and, you know, I'm going to rise above this with your help. We're going to continue to move forward, and no matter what, I'm going to overcome this bullshit, and we're going to kick life in the fucking asshole. That's what we do, and I'm going to I'm going to do that, and so, but I want to thank you guys. Um, links are in the show notes. I'm going to keep it up for about another month. Uh, that's about how long I have while I can't drive for about another month. So anyway, this, that, and then my parents are in town. So my parents came down from uh, Oregon and my dad is driving me to and from work uh, while I deal with this shit. Cause I can't, doctor said I can't drive. So that's happening. But what's really funny is so that my, so now my parents are in town and this is great. I love my family. I'm very close with my family. Anyone who knows me and knows the Heine family in general, or maybe from the past or present, you know, that, you know, we get down, we get down with some shit, you know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and we usually have, you know, good food. We have barbecues, and that's what's happening. So we're having barbecues. It's nice out. It's it's uh, beautiful uh, here in the desert before it heats up and gets really hot. And so we're out there. Uh, this was uh, um, two nights ago. I'm going to zoom in on this. It's fucking hilarious. Excuse me. So we're, so here's the story. So my dad picks me up. We get to, he gets in the car. Or I get in the car, and I'm, he's like, hey, Jay, we're thinking about having a barbecue. You know, I got the burgers. And mom's at home cutting up the lettuce and tomato and cheese. Like, how's that sound to you? My f fuck yeah, it's winning. Straight winning. Winner. Of course it sounds good. I love barbecue. So he's like, all right, cool. You know, so we're driving home. Do, 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 do. Get home. And he starts preparing for the barbecue. And this is great. You know, I'm just lounging. I worked a 10-hour day. I'm just fucking kicking my shoes off. Just, you know, letting my nuts hang. Just kicking back. All right. Just doing, I'm just doing my thing. Steph just got off work. She's just like, hey, what's up? You know, everything's cool. 
get to get home. It's good to be home. He starts grilling. All right, I'm going to escalate the story. He starts grilling. Everything's good. We're in there. I turn on a little smooth jazz. You know what I'm saying? Fucking my feet are out. I'm just like lounging. I'm in my lazy boy over here. Just not giving a fuck. Mom's in the, in the kitchen. I got, I got Paul Hardcastle going. I got my smooth jazz going on the radio. Everything's good. And out of the corner of my eye, I'm sitting there. Out of the corner of my eye, I just see like this, like this orange kind of like light. This kind of like this, this brightness. And I look over to my right, and I see my dad just pulling up the barbecue, like the lid. And there's just fucking flames. Just flames everywhere. And I'm just, holy shit. I'm just like, oh my God, what the fuck? And he's like, he, he's yelling. He's like, give me some water, give me some water. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So I get up out of my seat. I run to the fucking kitchen. I run in there. My mom's already grabbed a cup out of the cupboard and she's trying to fill it. My mom has a little fucking teacup. She's under the water trying to fill this teacup. I'm just like, oh, hell no, hell no. Stephanie runs in. She grabs the fucking, oh, I should have had it. She grabs this big ass like QT cup, right? This huge, like two times the size of this. She grabs that. She puts it under the fucking thing. She turns the water on. She's filling it up. I grab the teacup. I pour that in the fucking cup. Throw that thing out. We're filling it up. I look out. Dad's fucking going ape shit. There's flames everywhere. We've got burgers on there getting charred. We've got buns that are trying to be toasted that are not being toasted. I, I give him the water, and, he, and he's like, and I'm like, don't wait, 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 don't pour it on there because it's fucking grease. It's a grease fire. Like if you pour it on there, it's going to explode. So he's just like pouring just like a little bit. He pours his little bit. It's like, boom, pours a little bit more. Boom. It's crazy. Right. So he it pours a little bit more water, a little bit more water and gets it down. He pulls off the burgers, pulls off the buns, whatever left of them. And what happens? <laughs> if y'all listen to the audio feed, you're going to have to go back. I, I'm sorry. You're going to have to go back and look at the video feed of this so you can see the picture of this. There's the buns. <laughs> Those are the buns right there. Yeah. Yeah. Who likes them well done? Steph, bless her heart. She comes over with a knife. She's like, I'll just scrape it off. I go, don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Uh-uh. We ain't eating that shit. I fucking grab that knife out of her hand. I put it down. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I take them right over to the garbage and throw them away. Fuck that. They are burned. They are done. I will say the burgers tasted really good, though. They were like flame broiled. <laughs> it was more than a barbecue. It was a flame broil. It was a fucking four alarm fire. I thought the house was going to burn down. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I shut the thing and the flames are coming out of the side of the barbecue. I moved the barbecue away from the house. I'm like, Jesus Christ. This fucking thing's going to, the house is going to explode. Just another family barbecue here at the Heine house. Winner. You know. Tons of fun, but it's good to have uh, good to have the family in town, and I appreciate them helping me out during this fucked up time. Story time. I always love telling a good story. You know, I'm full of them. I think that's why I do the podcast. I'm always full of stories. I live, I've lived such a crazy life, and I feel like it's just beginning. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of some... Uh, there's a, I don't know. I got a little bit of random news, I guess, before I jump into this week in gaming history. Ooh, and people are reaching out saying they love that section. That segment. Great. I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, but first, I don't need to talk more. I, honestly, I don't need to talk really about this. Disney released a new Star Wars trailer. 
You guys know of it. You guys heard it. You saw it. I bet you you were at work. You're at school doing whatever. I bet you you all just stopped what the fuck you were doing. You were probably in the middle of finals and teachers like, hold up, er, pump the brakes. We got to wash this trailer real quick. Because your teacher's a nerd. Naked down. It's called The Rise of Skywalker. And I'm sure you've seen it. If you haven't, it's out there. If you've been living under a rock or maybe you've been cuddling under your blanket for the last couple of days. Hey, I ain't mad at that. Invite me next time. Winner. And uh, let me in there. Nice. Let's jump right in. This week in gaming history. This is the section where I talk about games that were released. Their release dates uh, all across the world, mostly Japan and U.S., uh, and we go back in time as far as we can, as far as video games are concerned. And it's a lot of fun because it kind of gives you a uh, retrospective on uh, the history of our gaming. So this week in gaming history, it all corresponds with this week, which is April 15th through April 22nd. So when you listen to this podcast, if you listen to it when it comes out, it will be this week. But if not, it doesn't matter. still applies. still cool to hear. So let's jump right in. April 15th. First one, 2008, Corey in the house on the DS, bruh. Bruh, bruh, bruh. I, I put this on the list because you know what's funny about this shit is that why is this game so expensive? I think our Walmart still has a copy in the shelf sitting there. What? Just sitting in there. I don't get it. I really think they they just need to put it in the fucking $5 discount bin and get rid of it. It's still sitting in there. I don't know why it's still in there. And not only that, it's like 40 bucks. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Why is it so much? Get some help. It's ridiculous. 2008 also on the same day, Okami on the Wii was released. Now that is a fantastic and beautiful game. If you haven't played that yet, get your hand get your hands on that because I think that that game is kind of going up in value. Uh and I say going up in value, it's basically just going up in price. You know, because people start to find out that these games are great down the road. And they're like, oh, shit. I want that game. It's a good game. I don't want no commie. I don't know why I'm old. Why am I doing old lady all of a sudden? I don't know. Uh, it's a beautiful kind of cel-shaded game. Great art style. And from what I... I know we have it. I really haven't played it that much. Uh, I think I watched Steph play some of it. But you you use the Wii Remote and you you draw kind of how you want the combat to go. And then it kind of like you draw around the enemy, and then it will attack that enemy. It's so cool. It's really, really cool. A really cool game. 2008, 11 years ago. 2008, also on that same day, this was a fantastic day. Rainbow Six Vegas 2 on PC was released. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. And uh, yeah, that's a real Rainbow Six game, motherfuckers. That's right. None of the siege bullshit. And I know that's an unpopular opinion. What? Well, Siege is Rainbow Six. Yeah, maybe the name. It's not a real Rainbow Six game. Play Rainbow Six Vegas. Play Rainbow Six Athena Shield. Play Raven Shield. Play SWAT 4, and then come back to me, and we'll talk about games that should have the Rainbow Six name on it. April 16th. Let's move on to the next day. 1998, The Mystical Ninja on N64 was released. What a, what a great game there. Stephanie has this one in box. When we went to visit her family in New York, gosh, what is it, four years ago now? Three years ago? She was digging through her attic and her old room and all of these nooks and crannies, and she came across this box that had all of these boxed 
and N64 games. All these great classics like Mario and Zelda and Mario Kart, Mystical Ninja and Mischief Makers and all these games that are just boxed. I'm just like, what? Get real. Nice. So good. Mystical Ninja N64. 2001, Ill Bleed on Dreamcast. One of the few. No, I actually, I don't know how many I have. I don't know how many Dreamcast games I have. I just looked at them over there. Actually, I have them. You can, you can see them in the picture. This right here, this stack. See, and you see see how organized I am, folks? Look, on the left, I have them all white label. And, and on the on the left, I'm sorry, on the left, it's all of the, the white spine labels. And the right is all black spine labels because I'm weird like that. Yeah, weird like that. But uh, Ill Bleed... That's one I don't own on Dreamcast. I do not own that game, but it looks like a really fun horror game. If you own that, let me know. Hit at, get at me in Discord. Let me know what's up. Maybe I should pick that up. I would love to get more Dreamcast games. Dreamcast is so fun. It's like one of my favorite consoles, overshadowed by the PS2, but Dreamcast is the shit. 2002 on April 16th, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Shout out to anyone who watches my thrifting. Spider-Man the Movie video game came out on Game Boy Advance, GameCube, PS2, and original Xbox. How about that? How about that, Spider-Man? For fuck's sake. Um, also, same day. At least I think it's same day. I was so excited about it, I forgot to write the year. No. Yeah, it is. Same year. 2002. The Operative. No one lives forever. Have you guys ever played this game? I should have busted out. I do have it on PC. This is a really interesting game. Um, it's developed by Monolith. And those are the people who have done the Fear series. They've also done Shogo uh, Mobile Armor Division. Another great game. That's on GOG, by the way. You can pick that up. And I highly recommend you do so. Um, but this is the throwback uh, first-person shooter. And it's kind of like a throwback to the old spy and stealth kind of movies, like old 60s, like spy movies. It's uh, story-driven, which is nice. There's no online multiplayer, no deathmatch on that bullshit. It's all story-driven, which is really nice. And, in fact, when it came out, it was reviewed as the best first-person shooter to come out since the original Half-Life, and that was in 98. So uh, those are pretty high praises. What's fascinating about this, though, and I made a note of this so that I mentioned it, because... It says that the game hasn't been able to come back out or have a reboot or even be re-released because there is property rights confusion with the publishers and developers and copyright owners. Or wait, who's the copyright owner? Exactly. That's where we're at with this game. Even with even parties assumed to be in the possession, they have publicly gone on record and admitted that they are not knowing the precise legal situation of the series. No one knows who owns it. How the fuck can that be possible? Well, it's actually very common. Happens a lot, in fact. So I really hope they figure that out because we need to get this game to come back out. I have played it on PC. It's tons of fun. And uh, it's also on PS2, I believe. Yeah, you should look it up. If you find it, give it a shot. I think you can still get it working. I got it working on my Windows 7 machine probably three years, four years ago. So it can still work. You get it going. Let's move on to the next day. April 17th, kicking ass. 
We're rolling. 1986. Oh, we got some NES games here. Here we go. 1986, Ninja Kid. 1987, Fist of the North Star. Also, same day. Same day. <laughs> 1987, Renegade. 1987, Riger. All on the same day. These are all released in Japan on the same day in 1987. You got the hookup. 2007, on April 17th, Tokyo Extreme Racer Drift 2 on PlayStation 2. I love these games. They're so fun. Drive up, you know, flash your lights at that bastard. Yo, what's up? You want to go? You want to go? Bing, 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 bing. Hit him with those high beams, and then bam, you're off. That's a great game. I have that on Dreamcast as well. I look back over there like, hey, girl. What up, DC? Nice. 2012. Oh, you know, just a puddles jump back. Not that far. House of the Dead 4 on PS3. The House of the Dead. Overkill. It's not overkill, but I just like saying that. 2014. Oh, there's even closer. Not that far back. Nintendo Pocket Pool. Oh, oh I'm Hold on. Sorry. That was wrong tab. Nintendo Pocket Football Club on 3DS. Goddamn son of a bitch. Sorry. Real sorry about that. Also in 2014, same day. Oh, shout out to Steph. She'll love this. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy on the 3DS. Nice. Yeah, very nice. 2018. Just last year. As of recording this, I can't wait in 10 years to listen to this. Oh, yeah, it was just only 11 years ago. In 2018, Wild Guns reloaded on Switch. Hey, this is the first time we've had a Switch appearance on this on this uh, segment here. How about that? It's week in gaming history. What up, Switch? You old fart you. You old son of a bitch. Let's move on to the next day. Isn't this fun? I love it. So fun. April 18th. This, I, I first was like, oh, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of games that I've picked the first couple of days. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's kind of slow. No, there's a shitload of games that came out. April 18th, 1994. Super motherfucking Metroid. Boy. Perfect, perfect, perfect. You know it. Bruh. I love it. So good. This is like last week when it was Legend of Zelda Link to the Past Day. A fucking, we should just make April 18th Metroid Day. I mean, hello. Say what you want. I mean, that game changed the landscape as well. So many, so many fucking gems. I cannot wait till we start hitting all these other SNES games that came out. 2002 Capcom vs. SNK Pro on the PlayStation 1 in Japan. 2003 Harvest Moon. On the Game Boy Advance in Japan. This was uh, Friends of Mineral Town. I haven't played that one. Pretty good. 2009. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Explorers of the Sky. On DS in Japan. How about that? 2011. Final Fantasy VI. The Complete Collection. On the PlayStation Portable. Winner. Winner. Mm, mm, mm. Here's a good one. 
2017. You know, yeah, just a couple years ago. Full throttle remastered on PS4. Have you ever tried to get that running on modern systems and kind of some? It's a. I'm sorry. Sometimes I just wanted. Why can't this? Right click it. Properties. Compatibility. Windows 98. Apply. Okay. Double click. Fuck. <laughs> That's basically sums up my life. Uh, a great LucasArts point-and-click adventure. Uh, wonderful, wonderful game. It's actually on GOG. I know, I'm just kidding. You don't, you won't get fucked over. Go to GOG. Good old, our good old friends at Good Old Games. And uh, buy it from them. You can get it to run. And the last one I have on the list for 2011 here on April 18th, Portal 2 on PC. Of course, on Steam. Portal, portal, portal. April 19th. Oh, this, this is probably the oldest one we have, actually. 1982. You old fuck you. Perfect. Dig Dug on the arcade. How about that? That's pretty good. Let me give a pause for that. Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Two thousand and one. I wanted to say it again. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. On Dreamcast, though. Hey, what up, girl? What up, girl, Dreamcast? What up? Spider-Man. In 2005, Psychonauts. What a great game. Overwhelmingly positive reviews. Excellent game. Check that one out, too. I remember when that came out. PC, Steam. Uh, 2011... The Conduit 2, or not the, it's just Conduit 2. Pretty nice. That was a great shooter, you know? Those games were really good. They were done by Sega, and I, I really feel like they pushed the Wii to its maximum, really. I mean, they, they played really good. I thought the mechanics were fun. The, the motion control worked really well, and uh, it was good fun. And when it was still online, I believe Conduit 2 had a co-op mode. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it had a co-op mode that you could play with a friend through the single-player campaign on fucking Wii. Hello. So cool. Man, how long is this week? No, we just have a lot of games. Okay. Uh, it's a 20-day week. April 20th. Moving on right here. Let me just mute my... There we go. Mute my Discord. It's in there. See? People in the Discord hanging out, having fun. Uh, April 20th, 1995, Knuckles Chaotix on the 32X. The first time we have a 32X game, grace our list. How about that? Pretty nice. Uh, let's see. 1995, Mega Man Legends 2 on the PS1 in Japan. 2004, Manhunt on PC. Remember Manhunt? Oh, yeah. 2006, Mother, Game Boy Advance in Japan. I'm thirsty, Mother. I'm thirsty, Mother. And I am, I'm sorry, I'm going to do it. I'm going to claim April 20th as Excitebots Trick Racing Day. The Excitebots Day. 2009, April 20th, Excitebots Trick Racing came out. 
Can I tell a story? You guys going to get mad at me. Cool. Thank you. I'm going to tell it. For fuck's sake. In 2009, I was living in Colorado at the time, and I remember when this game was coming out. I got Excite Truck at launch for Wii, uh, and I waited overnight to get it, and I got it at Fred Meyer. That's a Kroger company up in the Northwest. And I loved Excite Truck. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it so much. And I was so excited when Excite Bots was coming out because I'm like, oh, it's a sequel. Fuck yeah, it's awesome. So I, I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. So I was living in Colorado at the time, and I went to a game slop and um stop it i went there get some help and i i went in i went the game came out that day i walked in there was absolutely no fanfare no one gave a shit about that game i i fuck for all i know it hit the bargain kids bin in like 12 hours i walk in and then like you know hey of course how can i help you you know being real cool and I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I want to get a game for Wii Excitebots Trick Racing. And they're like, Excitebots? Trick Racing? I haven't heard of that one. I'm like, yeah, it came out today. That's, you know, they can't know every game. So especially one like that, that's kind of, it's kind of catered towards kids, I'd say. I don't know. It looks, it looks kind of uh, childlike, I would say. So they're like, okay, well, let's go look. And so they had to pull it out of the cupboard. Didn't even put it on the shelf yet. It wasn't even out. It was behind the, ca the counter. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess we do have it. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. Hand it over, brah. Brah. Hand it over. And so he did, and, you know, he's like, oh, is this is this a sequel to Excite Truck? And we kind of had a little conversation. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I bought it. I went home, and I fucking sat on my bed, and I played that game from start to finish and beat it. Oh, I beat that game in just one sitting. I went straight through it. I just loved it. It was so fun. The controls were spot on. They really tightened them up. Everything was really, really good and fun about that game. Again, I, I, I honestly, I'm going to go on record. I'm going to say that's one of the best racing games on Wii, period. Even over Mario Kart, beats it in every aspect. It's so fun. You should play it. And really, it's in the bargain bin. You can find this game for like dollars, if not like five bucks and under. It's ridiculous. Every time I see it, I have to pick it up. It's like Duke 3D. Every time I see that fucking game in the wild, I got to buy it. I don't know why. I've got like 10 copies of it. What the fuck's wrong with me? Don't answer that. Everything's wrong with me. You know that. So pretty cool. April 21st, 1984, Duck Hunt was released on the NES in Japan. You can actually go back on my YouTube channel, and I played a live stream last year of me playing Excitebots in the Dolphin emulator. You, you know, you can put the disc in, it reads it, it can play it. And uh, it plays really, really nice. And it looks really nice upscaled using my PC's hardware and horsepower to upscale these games, make them look better. Go, go, just go watch that. You'll love it. You'll love it. It's really cool to see technology help and aid in old games. PS1, same way. We should have a topic about this sometime. To, uh, you know, re revisiting old games through the emulator to get them to look better. You, oh, man, so nice. We'll talk about that sometime. Uh, 1989, April 21st. The Game Boy handheld system was released in Japan. Round of applause. Yeah, yeah. G.I. Joe. So good. The more you know, right? 1989. Super Mario Land, of course. That was released with it. Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. My uh, Game Boy, I showed this last episode, uh, came with Tetris. And Super Mario Land. 
surprisingly or not surprisingly, depending on who you talk to, Super Mario Land is really a good game on Game Boy. It plays really, really, really well. I thought it was a great platformer. It just it just felt right on the system. They really knew what they were doing with that. 2005, on April 21st, Mega Man 04 on Game Boy Advance in Japan. 2015, I think we all remember this day, Shovel Knight on PS4 was released and completely changed the landscape of the whole, like, 8-16-bit art style. I mean, people were doing that before, I know, but Shovel Knight really got it right. They really nailed it, knocked it out of the park. God, 2015? Damn, where's time going? 2016, Star Fox Zero on Wii U in Japan. And the rest of the world got it that very next day. So it might as well be the same day. And finally, on April 22nd, here's the last day of the week, folks. And this is really funny. Alice in Discord, uh, community member Alice in, in Discord, recommended this to me in Discord. We were talking about games. And uh, I was talking about racing games on N64 and PS1, all that good stuff. In 1999, Omega Boost was released on PS1 in Japan. I'm going to check that out, Alice. So there you go, my friend. How about that? You, that game was released in 99. Oh, you know, just a cool, just a cool, cool 20 years ago. No biggie. 2004, Mario Garf. <laughs> Mario Garf. <laughs> Mario Golf Advance Tour on Game Boy Advance in Japan. How about that? 2008, Turok on PC was released. No, this isn't the old Turok. Remember the reboot? I have it on uh, PS3, and uh, it came out for PC as well. It was just called Turok. That was it. And uh, from what I remember, it was fine. I don't think it was bad. It just, I think it was didn't really do anything. But the... Uh, Actually, the old version, like the old N64 version of Turok, was just recently released. It was on PC2 back in that day, but they just re-released it on um, Switch. So if you have a Switch, check it out. It's also, it's also on GOG. Our good old friends at good old games. So check out GOG.com if you want to get it on PC or on Switch. It's available. How does that play? Who has Turok? Please, please. For the love of retro games, for the love of shooters, for the love of all that's holy, who has this game? Get at me in Discord. Let me know how it is. How does it play with the uh, Joy-Cons or Pro Controller? I really want to know. Because that game didn't have vertical... Well, it did have vertical aiming, but it was really intended to not be played that way. It was, it's a single joystick shooter. So it was a little different. But let me know how that, how that works out. Let me know. And the very last game on our list in 2013 on April 22nd, Dead Island Riptide, one of one of the great, great um, RPG, first-person zombie slayer co-op games. I mean, Dead Island, brilliant, followed up closely and uh, surpasses it, Dying Light. That's really one of the best co-op zombie games I think I've ever played. And I love playing that with everyone. We had a good time playing Dead Island. Once you play Dying Light, though, you, it's hard to go back because the pacing is so slow. And I feel like Dying Light really is everything they wanted Dead Island to be. They just made it right. It's like Excitebots to Excite Truck. It really is. Hey, and it comes back full circle. This week in gaming history. How about some gaming news? Let's jump right in. 
Uh, Overwatch is at it again. They have a new event. It's called Storm Rising. It's a PvE co-op event. They'll take place April 16th to May 6th. Uh, takes place in Cuba. And you get to play as either Winnie, Mercy, Tracer, or Genji. All right. There's some new skins available as well. New skins for Dad, McCree, Moira, Hammy the Hamster, and Baptiste. Baptissi. So there's new skins for all those characters, which is pretty cool. I know people love the skins. They go ham for them. Um, I love when Overwatch has events. I love it. Why in the fuck don't they have a permanent PvE? That's the question. Why don't they? Hello? Fucking A, man. Sometimes we just want to go in with friends and do co-op fucking wave-based, you know, PvE. Is that too much to ask? Too hard to ask? Blizzard? Uh, we're too busy uh, fucking nerfing everyone and buffing everyone at the same time. Bruh. Fucking air. Stop that. Give us all the time permanent PvE. Who's with me? Show of hands. No? Anyone? Later. All right. Okay, what the hell is this? There's a real-life battle royale going on? Come on. This can't be real. Oh, it's real. The event to take place on a private island with 100 contestants over the course of three days. Get this. The winner will win 100. This is a weird number. 130,590. Exactly. No, that's not That's not 130,600. That's not 130 even. That's just 130,590. What the fuck? That must have been the, the cap of, you know, the tickets that they pre-ordered or something. That's all we got. That's all That's all we had. No, I don't think they're going to be out there killing each other. No, that's not, that's not going to happen. This ain't no Hunger Games. What they're going to do is they're going to use airsoft guns and touch-sensitive body armor. Uh, yeah, where was this when we were playing airsoft? Hello, anyone? Does anyone know? All right, where the fuck is it? Participants will spend three days on this island with gameplay lasting 12 hours per day. And you're going to camp at night. All the necessary camping equipment and food will be provided to you. This is no shit, guys. I'm not making this up. All right. They're looking to hire a, quote, talented game maker to design the arena. And they're going to pay that person $59,000 to do this. What? You need to have, here, here's the, uh, here's the resume. Get your resume uh, uh, cleaned up, folks. Here you go. Pull up your Word document. Let's get this going. Um, you need to have experience in large-scale event management and set design. Oh, I actually do have that. I mean, I've put on a convention before. I qualify. Currently, there's a contest going on. If you're interested in trying your hand at creating a real-life battle royale, go to the site. WWW, okay, hold on. You, you know what? Just go to your good friend on Google and, and Google search this because this, this website's crazy. www.hushhush.com slash battle-royale-event-gamemaker. <laughs> hey, man. For 60 grand, I think you can go to the website. You can type that in. Check it out. Go apply. 
Apply today. It's fucking hilarious. A real life battle royale. What the hell? And where was all that shit when we were playing Airsoft 15 years ago? Come on, bro. Bruh. Mm. Be tons of fun. What else is going on? Oh, yeah, Microsoft. Yeah, they're having a spring sale right now. So if y'all are on the sex box looking for some games, looking to have a little fun, do something strange for a piece of change, hop on the store, and uh, you can get some good deals right now. Kind of across the board, up to 65% off on Xbox One games and 360 games. How nice is that? Currently... Uh, it says there are about 95 Xbox One games that are $10 or under. Oh, hello. If you're an Xbox Live Gold, gold member, you can save an additional 10%. A gold member. <coughs> uh, Microsoft is offering three months of Xbox Game Pass for only a dollar for new members or inactive members. What's an inactive member? It's like uh, you let your shit expire and then you didn't renew, didn't re-up. Yeah, you can get it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Holy shit. Here's a quick list of the games on sale. I just I just started to jot down some lists that I found out there. But the whole list, of course, is on their website. You know where to fucking go. I don't need to tell you that. Ace Combat 7, 42 bucks. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, 30 bucks. A Way Out, 18 bucks. Battlefield 5, 36 bucks. Crackdown 3, 30 bucks. Darksiders 3, 48 bucks. Hey, these aren't that much of a fucking deal. Dirt Rally 2, 45 bucks. Come on, bro. Dragon Age uh, Game of the Year Edition, 1320. All right, now we're talking. Dragon Ball Fighter Z, 1980. That's pretty good. That was a $60 game. A lot of these were $60 games. Fallout 76, 45 bucks. Far Cry 5, $19. Far Cry New Dawn, $24. Forza Horizon 4, 36. Hitman 2, 48 bucks. The Jackbox Party Pack 5, $21. Just Cause 4, $30. Life is Strange, four fucking dollars for the complete first season. Metro Exodus, $49.79. Just round it up, bitch. Monster Hunter World, $30. Red Dead Redemption 2, $45. Bucks. If you were on the fence about that one, it's $45. Not that much of a sale, but hey, not bad. Soul Calibur, $24. Spyro tri Trilogy, $33.19. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Starlink, Battle for Atlas, $30. Titanfall 2, Ultimate Edition, $7.50. Fuck. It kind of makes me sad. Titanfall 2, what a great game. You should go pick that up. It is really good. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege <coughs> Deluxe <coughs> Edition, <coughs> 20 bucks. Tom Clancy's Division 2, 54 bucks. Trials Rising, 22.49. WWE 2K19. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the fucking edge. $19.80. Thank you. XCOM 2, $19.80. Same price. How about that? Browse all the rest of the games in the Microsoft Store. You dirty dick. Some other news. Google Stadia seems to have um, cemented their pricing. Uh, there was an interview done last week, and they were being asked a bunch of questions. I don't actually have the interview 
I didn't put that in here. I was just too excited. I was going to make this a quick mention of it. Anyway, they, who gives a shit, right? They're like, hey, we, we know the pricing, but we're going to hold out till Christmas. We're not going to tell you now, you bitch. Don't ask me to fucking question like that. They know the pricing, but they're not going to reveal it. How much do you think it's going to be? Actually, that'd be a great thing. How much do you think it's going to be if you give a shit? Sound off in the Discord. I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. What would it be? This is exciting. This is really exciting. We have uh, new news for PlayStation. Bless you, my dear. You can't hear her, but she sneezes back there. You know, I just, you know, I let her know what's up. You know, take care of her. The only thing is, sometimes when she sneezes like that, she sneezes out of both ends. Comes out of here and there. Smelly. PSN users, hey, rejoice. PlayStation users can now change your username. Oh, yeah. It only took, uh, what, 14 years? Was it 14 years? <laughs> I think it was. What, 2006? 13 years. Whatever. This is the most requested feature for PSN users. No shit, Sherlock. Dig deep out, Watson. What was the number two request, you might ask? I know you're asking. Of course, I know. The number two request that's just above... Please allow us to change our username. The number two requested feature of the PlayStation Network from consumers, customers, gamers, people who spend their hard-earned money on the PlayStation Network, buying games, using the service. <laughs> the number two. Please don't have our accounts hacked again. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> Please don't have our accounts hacked again, Sony. <laughs> please, please, man. I got these cheeseburgers, man. Don't hack our shit, man. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, though, with this is that some games are going to have critical. This is quote, quote, critical issues um, with the name change. So if you are the bros that plays every day, all day, and have like a million save files on your account, and you decide that you want to change your name because the name you picked when you were 12 is not very good anymore, um, you may have issues with some of your save games. So be careful with that. Sony does have on their website, they have a list of games that uh, may have these critical issues. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure if it's games that work and are fine or games that have issues. So if you're really worried about it, and I'll be honest, save game data is fucking important. Hello, duh. Really, really important. So uh, go look that up before you change it if you really want to. Oh, that's going to be fucked. Can you imagine you like go change your name and then like you fucking save file and like half your games doesn't work anymore? It's fucking crazy. Can't even imagine that. Ladies and gentlemen, Winner. it's time for the top 10 list. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. I know y'all loved it so much last time. I'm bringing back another one. And with in light of this great news from Sony, great news. 
it is going to be the top 10 names on PSN that would warrant a name change. Yes, yes. Nice. So I took a list and I took, I, I let a poll go out and I asked, mm, I don't know, give or take everyone on the PSN. I asked them, you know, what are your names or what are some names that would warrant a name change? So I have the list. I compiled it. It's right here in front of me. So if you have, if you have any of these names on this list, this top 10 list, you should probably consider changing your name. I mean, it's probably a good idea. I'm just going to say that. It's probably a good idea. You may want to think about that. Give us some real serious thought. I took the entire poll, and uh, I'm excited to let you know these names. Here we go. Number 10, Noob Killer 15. Come on now. Ain't, 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 you can't have Noob in your name anymore. Stop that shit. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. Uh, what do we got here? Number nine, hard hand job 89. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, you can't really have that name. Can't, you know, doesn't look good. Uh, number eight, you look like your sister 15. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, number seven, prep thy anus 00. zero. Prep thy anus. Yeah. Car ramrod coming right in. Look out. <laughs> Number six. Pussy slasher 666. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, you can't have pussy slasher 666 anymore. Come on. Number five. Nutsack copy. Come on. It's old trucker lingo. You know, you got a trucker lingo. Nutsack copy. Come on. Yeah, you can't. You can't have that one. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. <laughs> uh, number four. Your mom gives Roadhead 18. Oh, leave your leave my mom out of this. Why? Moms are always involved. Gotta, stop. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, number three. Your dad eats two balls. Oh, God. It's a family affair. It's fucked up. Stop that. Not even just one, he eats two balls. It's fucked up. Uh, number two, Pete's Big Banana. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Shout out to Pete Door. He's always eating bananas on streams. Been, uh, uh, yeah. Shout out to Pete. Gotta love it. Pete's Big Banana. Ladies and gentlemen, and the number one name on PSN that would warrant a name change the EMU Review. <laughs> Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It would warrant it. That would warrant a name change for sure. Shout out to all of my longtime fans. Y'all gonna get that one. That number one. Hey, I'm really excited because today we have a sponsor for the show, the very first sponsor. This is really exciting news. I'm so happy. To, uh, to introduce the sponsor, they, they produce great, great snack foods, great, yummy, yummy snacks. And, and I, I really hope that you guys really love them as well. I'm proud to introduce the sponsor of Heine House Live in this episode, snack foods from my father, 
Big Nell with his Big Nell Nuts. Ooh, that was a good nut. It's Big Nell's Nuts. Hi, I'm Big Nell. I'm as nutty as hell, and I love my nuts. In Nilpo, that's North Portland for all you out-of-towners, I'm known as the original Nutty Buddy, even before Buddy was nutty. I grew up before there were peanut allergies. F*** peanut allergies. I've been known to knock over old people and crawl over the steak and shrimp at an all-you-can-eat buffet at the Venetian just to get to a bowl of mixed nuts. I've been stopped at the TSA for an enlarged and oversized nut sack. I've been kept off plane just because my breath smells like cashews. As a baby, I cut my teeth on the original salted nut roll. You kids today know it as a payday. I still love them. Big Nell's nuts are most tasty, served at room temperature. My favorite movie is A Nutty Professor. My two kids are named Goober and Nutella. My prom date was named Hazelnut. I vacation each summer in the south of America just for the Brazil nut. I always carry my nuts in a big old sack. It's my nut sack. I've been known to snack as I go. I crunch and I munch. Speaking of munching, mm-mm. Teabagging is more fun with Big Nell's sack of nuts on the run. Hey, I give nutcrackers to all my friends for gifts. We interrupt this program to bring you Big Nell's top five flavored snack nuts. Number five, olive oil rolled in sawdust. Number four, hummus and garlic. Number three, peanuts dipped in no po dirt. Number two, buffalo ranch. And the number one flavored snack nut of Big Nell. Salty and sweaty. No boiled or raw nuts here, kids. Hey, nuts are nature's perfect snack food. Packed with fiber and protein. Healthy fats. And don't forget the anti- Anti-indoxin- Anti-antioxidants, either. Attention Kmart shoppers. Aisle six, while Meadows on second. Most nuts come in a tin. Tins are dumb. Big Nell's nuts come in a convenient, sturdy-to-go cup. Works in all cup holders. I'm Big Nell, your original nutcase who's just cracked up all for my nuts. Order now and get two nut sacks for the price of one. Buy my nuts today. <laughs> Whoop. It's in the line of fire. Whoop. Oh, God. It's my diet. How do you eat chips and become instantly gassy? <laughs> you haven't even swallowed them yet. Not even in your stomach yet. Did you get any good chippers oh, there? Yeah, oh, I got it. I got it, all right. <laughs> that right there. Big Nell's Nuts. How about it? In fact, folks, the exciting part about it is that I have some right here. You're going to have to go back on the live feed and look at this. I have some Big Nell's Nuts right here. It's a real thing. Can you see him? Look at that. This is the this is the no-po uh, dirt flavor. The peanuts dipped in no-po dirt. Uh, this is the real deal that Stephanie and I uh, have come up with. Uh, flavored peanuts that we're trying. We're having fun with it. This is um, These are regular peanuts, and they are sprinkled with North Portland dirt, which is uh, shredded, chopped up, and diced Oreo cookie, and Nestle... Uh, cocoa powder and of course you can see we have a little worm in here because it's uh from the dirt we got, we got the dirt in here so let's go ahead and we'll, tr we'll try some live right here in the spot mm. 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 look at that look at that you got dirt you get dirt on your hands look at that mm. <laughs> i gotta be honest it's actually really good <laughs> really really good Hold on, I gotta have this a little bit more of this. 
Mm. Okay. Mm. Don't, you know, get a napkin. Don't, don't do what I do. <laughs> How about it? Hey, so if you're interested in um, Big Nell's uh, line of nuts, let us know. Let us know. And uh, we, can, we can make them for you. Who knows where it will lead? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll sell a limited run of them. Oh, we'll look at that down the road. Mm, so good. And uh, so I had fun with, with uh, Big Nell. We, we had an idea. came up with a script. Steph started writing some ideas, started writing some ideas. I told Nell about it. He went in and started. He literally wrote for like four hours on a script. And then Steph was all like gung-ho and like, oh, let's go get the nuts. Let's get this. Let's get the Oreos. Let's chop it up. <clears throat> oh, my God. So good. <clears throat> I shouldn't have eaten those. <clears throat> God damn. Okay. So, uh, Big Nell's Nuts. How about that? Uh, let's move right on. We got, uh, where are we at? We're about an hour in the show. Looking good. Looking real good. And uh, we got uh, some tech news. Let's go right into some tech. How about it? Disney Plus. Oh, boy. A wild Disney. A wild Disney uh, enters the ring into the streaming service world. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Launching November 12th, 2019, streaming service by Disney is called Disney+. Plus. It will feature The Simpsons from launch all 30 seasons. Yeah, 30 seasons. So what, since, when did The Simpsons come out? 89? 88, 89, something like that? 90, was it? I don't know. I think it was 89. It will have content from Disney proper, Marvel, Lucasfilm, so Star Wars, Pixar, National Geographic, and outside of all those traditional categories, it will also offer 30 seasons of The Simpsons like we talked about, but it's also um, feathering its cap with the whole Fox uh, acquirement that it did, the buyout. This was only a few weeks ago that they bought Fox, and <sighs> that's so fucked. Think about it. They bought Fox, right? They went through it. They did the whole thing, boom, and then two weeks later... They didn't have time to let the plate cool down. They were like, boom, Disney Plus, we're coming out. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about you, Netflix. We don't give a fuck about you, Hulu. We don't give a fuck about you, YouTube. We're Disney, and we're, we have a streaming service too, so fuck right off. Crazy. Here's the kicker. Here's, here's the, the dagger in the side when you're not, not looking. It's 7 bucks a month or 70 bucks a year. Holy shit, that's 13 bucks cheaper than Netflix. I mean, Netflix. Sorry, wrong browser again. Oopsie. What was I looking at? That's crazy. What I want to know, here's, here's, I got a couple things to say about this. First of all, I want to know if it's going to have all the old Disney movies, like all the really good movies and cartoons from the 80s, 90s. But also, are we going to go back in time? You know, Disney's been around since like what, the 40s, right? So, I mean, Steamboat Willie, right? One of the first cartoons ever. So are we going to have all of that stuff um, from back in the day available? That's pretty awesome if, if so. I don't think they've confirmed that, but I would assume that they would. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Ah, I think it's great. Um, basically, what I want is when I was in junior high, I would come home from school and I would, I would get home at like 3 p.m. And it was right on cue because it was the Disney afternoon cartoons. You guys remember this? 
and it would be Chippendales Rescue Rangers, DuckTales, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, boom, 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 boom. And it was just like four hours of these amazing Disney cartoons. It was the Disney, uh, after, it was called like the after school uh, cartoon something. It, Disney's Afternoon Cartoons. It was something like that. And I loved it. Everyone loved it. It was fucking awesome. I loved them. And I just watched them back to back. And then by the time Darkwing Duck came out uh, or came on TV, you know, it was like the time everyone was getting home from work and we were doing other things. So that's like I watched a little bit of Darkwing Duck and then and then that was time to uh, to jump ship to bail out. But uh, so good. Are those the TV series Is that are going to be on? That would be amazing. I would fucking love that. <clears throat> what do you think about Disney Plus? Let me know. I want to know. Get in Discord. Send me an audio question. I don't know. Pull up your phone right now. Pull it up. Pull up your voice app and just be like, voice, record, and just tell me. Like, fuck no. I'm not doing that. Or hell yeah, I'm doing that. Let me know. What's going on? I want to know. Give me your thoughts. Also, the other thought I had with this is... um. I don't have enough money to be paying for all these fucking launchers, you know, to watch movies and shit. All these, all these streaming services. It's like, I mean, I say launchers because that's how I think. Like, I've got a million launchers to launch my games and it pisses me off. I don't want to have fucking Netflix and Hulu and YouTube and Disney and all these other services. You know, you're paying for all this crap. Pretty soon, we're going to be paying just as much to have the fucking cable box I mean, we cut the cable, we cut the cord to get rid of the cable, and now we have to pay all this shit. Now we're paying three hundred bucks a month to have all this fucking shit. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just looking at it like, it sucks that I have to be like, wait, what's exclusive to what? Wait, I want to watch, I want to watch um, Game of Thrones. Where's that at? Is that on Hulu? Is that on Disney Plus and on Netflix? And then you have, you know, all these companies. You got Apple that's coming out with one. Oh, I want to watch this this show. It's exclusive to Apple. Like, oh, man. I don't know. But then in the same sentence, though, how was it any different on the cable companies? Pay-per-view and you had to purchase the channels to get access to them anyway. Uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of that. It's it's fucked, right? I, my entertainment is on the internet, and that's that's where I'm at. I don't know. It's crazy. What do you think? Is this really convoluted? Is this confusing? I think it is. It's getting out of control. <clears throat> really great news uh, that came through the uh, the pipeline. Epic Games and Unity. They're going to add ray tracing architecture to their game engines and also their drivers to support a semi, semi-functional ray tracing support. This is awesome. Now, ray tracing is that new technology to help with lighting, volumetric lighting, um, and it really adds a whole bunch of realism to your game. Looks amazing. Uh, NVIDIA on their website has a whole bunch of videos about ray tracing. You can just do a Google A search. You can go to YouTube and look up stuff. You're going to find all kinds of cool stuff about ray tracing. And the video that I watched, it was on NVIDIA's website. They took Quake 3, which is regarded as one of the best Quake games ever. I would have to agree. It was fucking amazing. Deathmatch galore. Um, they took that game, which the source code is, is out there. Anyone can fuck with it. It's open source now. And they added ray tracing 
to it, and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Dare I say unreal? Oh! Nice. Bad jokes are bad. But yeah, for sure, it looks really good. And I, I'm happy because it's just, I mean, I don't know. When I first saw ray tracing, I was kind of like, uh, I'm, I'm not really into it. I mean, I'm not going to spend a thousand bucks on a fucking GPU just to get some stupid lighting effects, you know? Now, it's good. And in fact, down the road, we're all going to just have ray tracing built in. It's like HDR. Do you remember when HDR first came out? And everyone's like, oh, you know, you need to get an HDR camera or HDR compatible device. Or, and then all of a sudden, your iPhone supported HDR. And then your smartphones and then other cameras were coming out. Now it's, it's fucking in everything. Like, you can't, you can't, you have to turn it off. <laughs> you have to turn that shit off if you don't want it. I find it really fascinating. So ray tracing is going to be pretty much incorporated and built into GPUs, I'd say, in a couple of years' time, if that. That's actually probably being a little generous on the time. But uh, I'm excited for it. I think that's great. It's, it's big news. No one's talking about it. But it's going to really make your games look nice. It's going to really come together. And it'll be a nice touch. Uh, I just hope it doesn't take too much of a hit. You know? Like, I hope it doesn't fucking... Don't fuck with my frame rate. That's one thing. I don't give a shit about this other stuff. Like I, I'm the guy who turns the game on low graphics and, and, I, and I turn off motion blur and turn off bloom and I turn it all off. Just give me my fucking frame rate. Don't fuck with me on that. So I hope they don't screw up the frame rate because of this. Um, what they're saying is uh, the cards will... Now, what it is is... Uh, I have it actually right here. NVIDIA cards, 1060, GeForce 1060 cards and above will be getting a driver update in the future. All right, 1060 and above. It's pretty good. Um, if you have a ray tracing card that comes with from factory with the ray tracing cores built into it, the actual physical cores that they install to enable ray tracing, you're going to get a three times bump in performance for the ray tracing. So if you don't have the ray tracing cores in your GPU, you're going to get uh, a three times shittier experience. <laughs> basically no that's cool though I, i'm actually really excited for that i think it's cool that they're they're attempting to do it and the fact that they can even semi quasi make that work without having ray tracing cores is kind of an exciting thing really really exciting here's some news from itunes world apple and itunes they're breaking up what it was such a great marriage. I don't really know what happened. It just one day he was like, I'm leaving. Oh, fuck. Stop it. Get some help. Apple is um, breaking up with iTunes. Well, they're going to separate. They're going to separate and they're going to go their separate ways. They're going to just get some space, get some time. You know, they say you throw it out in the water and if it comes back, floats back, it's yours. And if it's not, then you fucking lost it don't know what to tell you that's that's fucked up if it goes out in the water and you're on the fucking boat and you're fucking out there like cast away you better find yourself a wilson because you ain't coming back you ain't coming back fedex ain't coming to get you hey it's all fucked you know i like westerns i'm like i like westerns i like any western black and white western color western you don't like the ones with the cowboy boots and the hats i like all kinds of westerns Apple's talking about separating it into <laughs> three separate apps. I like this idea. Music, TV, and podcast. Now, they've already sort of done this already. There's a podcast app, music app, and TV. That could be cool. 
remember back in the day, it, you could only do like podcasts through iTunes and on your iPhone, it was through the iTunes app, which had all your music and everything. There was a little button at the bottom that said podcast and you could, and it was okay. It was okay. I, I mean, it was, it worked. And then you could do the podcast through iTunes on the client on, on, on the computer. It was kind of annoying. It didn't have a lot of features. You could search, but it was not very, not very good. I think the podcast app they have right now on iOS 12, which I think is what they're currently on, is a really nice, and I like it. I really do. I just talked about this at the beginning of the show. I, you, know, you can pull up your podcast app and search, and then you could get, I mean, it's really robust. You can get what you're looking for. You can see the episodes. It says best of episode, which is the one that's most popular at that time. You can rate and review right from the app. You can get, you know, different feeds. Like, it's it's pretty nice. I like it. I give them kudos. They want to break that shit up and then do it one for just music, one for TV. Ah, fuck, go for it. I think they're going to want to do this one for TV because they're going to be introducing their streaming service real soon too, right? So this is pretty nice. Uh, I don't think iTunes is going to go away completely. I mean, it can't really right now. There's too many iDevices out there that need it, that utilize it. In fact, every fucking iPhone. Yes, every iPhone still needs iTunes. But it'll be still used to sync older iOS devices, the iPods, iPod shuffles. You remember those? iPod nanos. You remember those? iPad video or iPod video. You remember those? I have one of those. I have a 40 gig iPod video from 2004. And it still fucking works, man. I don't think I can even sync it to anything anymore, though. It won't sync to anything. Because it's so old. It's like, what the? iPod's like, what is this? Uh, what is this? 13-year-old uh, 13, uh, 13 software. Wait, I'm 14 years old. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I can't do this. I can't sync to this bitch. Uh, speaking of Apple, another couple, couple of, you know, Apple news is here. Speaking of Apple, they currently... Now, hold on to your seat. They currently have an iPhone SE on sale right now as I'm saying this. If you want one, though, you better get over get over there quick. Get your ass over there because they're going to sell out fast. And uh, to be honest, this is, this is a pretty good deal. They have 32 and 132 gig versions available. Oh, I'm sorry. Or is it 128? Sorry, it's 128. 32 gig and 128 gig versions are available. They're available in all their colors. There's that gold, silver, space, gray, black, pink, whatever it was. Uh, these phones originally launched March of 2016, and they're certified refurbs from Apple, which, pump your brakes, calm the fuck down. If it's coming from Apple, that means it's basically brand new. I've purchased refurbs from Apple before. It's like buying a brand new item. They're spotless. They're flawless. They have a really high standard when it comes to refurbs. Believe me, they want them in your hands. They don't want them back. I mean, except when they fuck up the batteries and then up, push through an update that slowly drains your battery more and then forces you to buy another phone so that you give them more money because they're not selling iPhones anymore because everyone has an iPhone and they're great and you don't need to upgrade it. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> Apple.com, you know where to go. Honestly, I wish I had spare change. Wish I could do something strange for some spare change and get one, get another one. It's the SE. It's the four-inch screen. Has the Touch ID. Uh, you know, has a 1080p 60-frame video. Uh, they're a great phone. They're a great phone. Uses Lightning. 
know, there's nothing wrong with it. Just being a little smaller and, you know, being a little, little thicker. Everyone likes, it's okay to be a little thick, you know? You know? You do you, baby. You be a little thick. You be a little thick with two C's. You're all right. You're just fine. You're all right in my book. <clears throat> all right, everyone has smart devices in their home. One's from Google A. One from uh, the A word. I don't want to say it because I don't want to fuck everyone up. I've done that before. People are like, why you do that to me, Jason? Why you do that to me? And I'm like, for fuck's sake. I'm really sorry. You have smart devices in your home. And when you are talking, like I'm doing right now, it's sitting here next to me just being happy. But when you talk to it, it's listening for something. It's listening for a trigger word. When it hears this trigger word, it will then activate and turn on and begin listening. It's listening for a command. That's how these things work. They match the waveforms. They match your tone. They match that phrase, that keyword. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when they hear that, that's when they turn on. Now, people are thinking, oh, it's listening to me. It's recording me all the time. We actually, I want to talk about this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this in a little bit. But I first want to give a little preference here to what, what they're doing. They're sitting here. And in some cases, they are listening to you when they hear their trigger word. News reports have come out and said that Amazon has employees that are listening to your commands from your A word. <laughs> I'm not I'm not meaning asshole. I just it's listening to your asshole. I just don't want to say it. Because it will turn on in your house if you have one. I don't want to fuck you up. So, yes, of course employees are listening to your smart device. They're doing the same shit at Google. A. Of course they are. When you say the trigger word and it turns on and you speak to it, it, it hears that and sends that data over the internet to their servers, their search engine, and then it gives you back your results. It's like doing a Google search on a computer. So yeah, this isn't surprising to me. Don't freak out about that. But what's happening is Amazon claims in an effort to help them improve the A-word's grasp of human speech so it can respond better in the future. They capture what is said after the wake word, the trigger word, and feed those commands into software. So let's just break that little paragraph down. What they're doing is they are taking, when you activate with your trigger word and begin speaking, that phrase or that data is then being sent to Amazon and they are listening to that, recording that, it's going into software that is then analyzing it to help it better learn and understand human speech to then better the service. This makes complete sense to me. I don't, I, I get it. I mean, why, why would they not want to do that? They're getting free, very valuable, free work from us for them to take that data and make a better user experience. That's what they're doing. Workers in the U.S., Costa Rica, and Romania are listening. That's where they have people that are working for Amazon. Listening to thousands of recorded bits of audio. Phrases, basically. Now, everything does remain anonymous. And it only uses... Uh, I don't think it will 
I don't think it will activate if I say it uses the Echo serial, serial number only. So it keeps track of the serial number of that device. So it's anonymous. And they can't, I mean, they can't really tell where it is or where it comes from, evidently. I still think you can if you have an IP address, but I don't know. That's me. I think a little too much. Um, though, here's the, here's the interesting thing, though. Here's the interesting phrase in this of what they said. All right, so it uses only the serial number, though they said that they, quote, they do annotate an extremely small number of interactions from a random set of customers. Mm, whatever that means. It basically means, in some cases, they do shit. <laughs> That's what it means. In some cases, they do shit about it. <laughs> That's fucked. Like what, Amazon? Like what? Are you sending me another roll of toilet paper with my Amazon button? I'm on the toilet. I need an Amazon button to wipe my ass. Now, here's the thing. People are freaking out about this. If you don't want your voice to be sent to their employees to then be listened to you can opt out and disable this uh, we don't have an amazon a word but from what i understand and what i've heard is that you can go into the voice settings um and disable it go into settings disable amazon using their voice recognition to help better their software, something like that. You can look this up. It's, it's news. You'll be able to find it if you really don't want them to hear anything. Um, people are talking about, people are freaking out about, oh, my, my Google A device or my Amazon device, it's listening to me all the time. It's listening to every word I say. It's not, in fact. I know. I know. And you're like, wait. Yeah, it is. Because every time I say, uh, every time I talk about big, long, purple dildos, I get ads on Instagram for big, long, purple dildos. So, and I buy them all the time. I can't stop. Why? Why does it know? There's trigger words out there, folks. This is looking for trigger words. For sure. For sure. And, you know, advertisers can say on, on this smart device, in this targeted market, uh, you know, hello, in, in Arizona, in the desert, let's push air conditioning units. Let's push uh, shave ice businesses. You know, like, you can do trigger words. You can do that. But here's where it's kind of debunked for me. And I'll explain a little bit. On, this is just my opinion. But this is, this is why I... I I believe that these devices are not listening to you 100% of the time like a lot of people believe. One, it's all, it's not impossible. It could be done. But why would they? Why would they want to listen 100% of the time? All they want to do is sell you stuff. They want to sell you stuff through ads. They want you buying stuff. All right, They really don't want to listen to your conversations and you arguing you know, with your brother or your mother or your dad or something. You would see a noticeable um, bandwidth usage on your upload. Now, even if it was really low quality, even if it was like, you know, 
uh, 98 kilobits per second MP3 encoded and uploaded, you would still see on your monthly statement on your ISP, you would still see bandwidth usage that's just going through the fucking roof. You would see that. It'd be a huge spike in your data. And also data storage on their end. Now they have pretty much like unlimited resources. We know this. But do you think that they would be storing like millions and millions of fucking petabytes of just gibberish recordings from random homes all across the world? I, I, don't, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. They want the data they can do something with. They don't want just the random shit. They don't want they don't want the 10 hours a day it's silent in the house because everyone's at work and no one's home. Just fucking dead air. They don't want that. How about some new news about Wi-Fi? This is interesting. The Wi-Fi Alliance recently launched WPA3 Wi-Fi standard. We're getting a new one. Hey, this is good. Hopefully it can go through fucking walls now. Huh? Zing! What a burn. For fuck's sake. Burn, burn, burn. <laughs> This is an interesting article, and I wanted to make note of it because um, it got hacked. It got broken already. And uh, let me tell you why this is a good thing. Uh, the, vulnerability, the vulnerabilities discovered by researchers collectively referred to as dragon blood would allow a potential hacker within range of the victim's network to recover their Wi-Fi password and infiltrate target's network. Uh, in total, the researchers discovered five vulnerabilities. One, a denial of service attack. Two, downgrade attacks. And two, side channel information leak attacks. It's quite a few. It kind of covers the gamut, doesn't it? A downgrade attack. Denial of service, basically shutting it off. Not allowing you to use it. It's pretty, pretty severe. That's a lot. Um... Now, the research done has now stated that these, uh, these attacks and all of these issues can be mitigated through software updates without any impact on devices' ability to work well together. There's no evidence that these vulnerabilities have been exploited as of yet, and they're, they're patching them and getting them taken care of. This is why I feel this is really fantastic. So we have, we have the Wi-Fi Alliance. You know, we have the technology. They're coming out with new Wi-Fi. They're trying to better the service. They're trying to make it stronger, better, faster, Daft Punk. They're trying to make it go through walls. They're trying to get it through brick, stone, concrete. They're trying to get it through there now. And we have these super smart, intelligent people who are they're basically hackers. They're just basically hackers, network hackers. And they're trying to break the Wi-Fi. They're trying to find its weak points, poke at it until they can get it to break and when they do, that's a win. I think that's a big win, especially in new software or technology coming out like this. This is very important because I think it's great. We're coming out with something new. Hire the hackers, bring them in, let them fucking find it, break it, and uh, then fix it. Use what we've learned to fix it and make it more secure for all of us. I think it's fantastic. Good work uh, for uh, you know by all members and everyone involved. I think that's great. Here's some information. Huawei, the Chinese company that makes great laptops and smartphones, uh, 
Google and Huawei have to pay owners of the faulty Nexus 6P in a class action settlement. There was a lawsuit about that. Now, did you have a Nexus 6P or there were some other phones as well? I'll talk a little bit about them. Did you ever have the Nexus that had the boot loop issue? I know a lot of people did. Stephanie included. Sometimes a boot loop, just I'll explain if you're not super techie or, or understand what that is. Basically, a boot loop is when the phone attempts to boot itself up, turn on. It starts the process, starts to load uh, its OS, and encounters an error while doing so. Um, once it hits that error and gets a snag, it then restarts to attempt to restart again. It goes to a certain point and says, oh, uh-oh, I can't. I can't load any further. Something's wrong. Let me just start over and try again. Goes back, starts again. And this continues for eternity. Never ends until your battery's dead. It's called a boot loop. And um, yeah, a lot of phones had this issue a long time ago. I remember we were traveling to New York. Another interesting bit we were traveling. We were in New York and she was having boot loop issues on her phone. Couldn't get it to work. While we were traveling on fucking vacation during the holidays. It was fucked. The last set of Nexus phones have had that dreaded boot loop issue. Um, yeah, it just keeps shutting down, trying to restart. Gets stuck in that state. Uh, Steph had a Nexus 5X, and uh, thankfully, it was covered under LG's warranty. I remember she wrote to them and let them know, uh, my phone cannot boot. It's, it's just restarting. It's boot looping, and I can't do anything about it. And they took the phone back and sent her a new one. Of course, you know, they're refurbs. But a new phone, nonetheless. And that phone worked great after that. Uh, apparently, the Nexus 6P phones, also, those are made by Huawei, had the same issue, which caused the phones to shut down regardless of how much battery life was left. Here's the interesting part. Huawei knew about the problem and did nothing to fix it. They didn't do shit about it. In fact, they kept selling their faulty phones to the public. They kept selling them. Yeah. Yeah, we know about it, but I mean, you know the term, the money's green. Those fuckers. Google and Huawei must now pay $400 to people who are eligible. Wow. Those who received a Pixel XL in a warranty exchange are eligible for $10. If you don't have any documentation about your purchase or the phone there for that settlement, you'll still receive at least $75. That is some fucking justice, baby. Nice. Perfect. That's really nice. They should do that. They should fucking do that. Take care of the customers. That's bullshit. You know, look at it from both sides, though. You're a huge company. You got phones that are all fucked up. Nah, you just, you should still do the right thing. There's no, there's no, there's no excuse for not doing the right thing. Stephanie, um, fortunately, was able to get another phone under warranty. They sent her one out, so she is not eligible for that. But if she, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, you're going to get 400 bucks, and I think that's great. Like, you know, you've moved on from that like four years ago. You moved on. Just, that's, that's a cool 400 bucks in your pocket that actually you probably had to spend to go get, go get another phone anyway. So actually, yeah, it's, that's good you get that. Um, 
In other news, a three-year-old locks his dad's iPad. <laughs> oh, that's that's not any news. Well, except for he locked it for 47 fucking years. What? <laughs> um, iPads have a lock timer. Okay, so whenever you enter the wrong password, a timer gets longer and longer the more times you enter it incorrectly. In some cases, if now you have to have this physically set up on your iDevice. You can have it to where if your passcode gets entered incorrectly a certain amount of times, like say 20 times or something, I think it's 20 or 10 or something like that. If you enter it incorrectly a certain amount of times, it will completely wipe the phone. It will completely fucking brick it. Wipe it and brick it. Because it's thinking, well, if you don't know your password, this thing is fucking hot. I'm currently being held by a fucking asshole who stole me. And this just shit is going to get sold on eBay. And it's hot. I'm going to protect the owner's credentials so they don't hack into it. That's a setting you can have on your iPad and iPhone. But as far as uh, locking, yeah, if you, uh, if you enter the password incorrectly and you don't have that wipe setting, the butt wipe, we'll call it, it lets you. It says you have to wait X amount of minutes before you can do it again as a security feature. Well, little Evan. Oh no, not little Evan. Evan is the dad. Evan got his iPad locked for twenty five million five hundred and thirty six thousand four hundred and forty two minutes. What? <laughs> He gave his he gave the iPad to his three year old son to play with. How the fuck does that even happen though? I mean, the kid's just like he's just basically just mashing on the keys all day long. Um, I don't understand why it would need to be locked for that amount of time though. Like that just doesn't make sense. It should just like shut off or something. Like really, forty seven years, bro. We're gonna be fucking Bruh. moved on. Bruh. Bruh. We moved on by that point. There won't be any more iPads. I sad. Ooh, I sad, huh? What? Bruh. You like that joke? No. Okay. Um, you can fix this though. There are ways to do it. Uh, you can plug it into your uh, iTunes installed computer, and you can authenticate it that way. Log into your Apple account and uh, unlock it that way. That is possible, and. If you have any other issues with that, uh, I guess just PSA, try to do it through iTunes, plug it in, try to authenticate it that way. And if you can't authenticate it that way, you can always take your iPhone or iPad into the Apple store, make an appointment with the Genius Bar and have them uh, help you. You're going to have to prove that you own it, though. You are gonna have to prove credentials, and which is pretty easy to do if you bought it from the Apple store, right? If you bought it there. They should be able to pull up your account information. Figure that out. I think this is fucking hilarious. Look at this picture. Look at this fucking picture. <laughs> iPad is disabled. Try again. In 25,536, 442 minutes. Oh, that's no problem. Well, let me just wait it out. Let me just uh, watch a couple of episodes of Marvel on uh, Disney+. Plus. Look at that shit. Yeah, I got plenty of time. Let me just sit here and beat my meat for a while. 
What the fuck? That's the end of the news. Hey, shout out to uh, Brandon and Stephanie for throwing down, helping me put together the articles for this week. Tons of fun. We're not done yet. We got a few more things that I want to do. And uh, for the community event, I like to do little community events and get people uh, get people in there, talk about some stuff, maybe show some pictures, maybe do some fun things in Discord. Uh, every week, I announce a community event, and uh, you guys have fun with it. This week, because we had our first Switch game to grace our gaming history section, the community event is post a picture in Discord with the hashtag Switch. It is up to you to interpret that how you will. Maybe a games collection, maybe a console, maybe a, maybe a real creative shot. We have that really cool dock with ours, maybe a really funky, satu oversaturated like picture of our console, maybe some Joy-Cons. I don't know. Get creative. Have fun with it. Hashtag switch. So take a picture. Post it in our podcast chat section in Discord. And to get to Discord, folks, all you got to do is go to HeineHouse.com, my website, HeineHouse.com, top of the page. You'll see a little link. It says Discord. Join there. You click it. Boom. Pulls it up on your mobile. Pulls it up on your desktop. It's tons of fun. Join in. Top left of your screen, you'll see a little podcast chat room. Join in. You'll see us. We're all in there. We're hanging out. Water's good. We're all in the sauna, but don't worry. We have our towel on. You don't have to look at anything you don't want to. I get it. Switch. Hashtag switch. Speaking of uh, Discord, shout out to Brandon for once again coming through last week and letting me know of a program that allows you to mirror your uh, iDevice, your iPad or your iPhone to the PC. And I'm sitting there going, wait a fucking minute. If I can do that... If I can do that, then that means I can mirror my Discord and show everyone cool stuff that's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I installed it. I tried it. And guess what? Look at this. Look at this. Brandon, round of applause. Give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Yes. Super nice. Thank you, Brandon. So here we are. This is last week's episode right here on the iPad. So now, now you guys have even more of a reason to go to the YouTube channel and check out the video feed if you want to see this live. Uh, we have uh, basically I have a screen up and I have a picture of the iPad and uh, showing it live. So I can now scroll through and we can do questions. We can do all kinds of fun things. And I just want to show you guys like, look at this. This is the chat. So this is all stuff that's been happening since last week. Talking about great stuff. The homie Glav. There's Alice in there. We're talking about stuff. Comeback Kid. Look, Comeback Kid. You know, we did uh, Game Room. So everyone's taking pictures of their Game Room. But look at that. Comeback Kid right there with his. You got Venom right there with his. Great piece. You got a little GameCube action in there. Look at that nice CRT. This gaming setup. I know we've already talked about this. And I mentioned it on the show. But I wanted to actually show you guys. This is what we have here. All the conversation that's happened. Look at that. And I was talking... Uh, I was talking to Swerve right there about GT Sport. Going to hopefully pick that up. Want to give that a shot. So join us in Discord. It's tons of fun. As you can see, folks, right here, left-hand side, you can join Heine House. You've got the chat room. 
This is the main chat room for just random chat. You can also join the podcast chat. But we've got Patreon servers for people to take advantage of. You know, if you want to join Patreon, you have a room here. You get uh, behind the scenes um, videos right here. Look, it's behind the scenes stuff for uh, Patreons, patrons. You can check out. I got an update there. You know, me in the bed there laying real sexy like. Mm, mm, you want some of that? Gonna have to sell my sex now. I'm gonna have to sell it. All right, that's pretty cool. So let's do that. Okay, so what we're gonna do now is I'm going to uh, hop on to. Fuck, do I not have it installed? Hold on. We're doing this shit. We're doing this shit live. Thought I had it. Let me turn on my keyboard. Lose my Bluetooth keyboard. Um, where is it? Twitter. Yeah, I'm trying to find Twitter. Yeah, view it. Oh, man. You for real? I don't even have it installed. Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch? All right, we're going to just take five. We're going to take five, and I'm going to install Twitter. Every What I do is every week, I'm starting to do this now. I'm rotating social media questions. So uh, everyone is going to basically get uh, the opportunity to get involved and ask questions. And I do it on Facebook. I do it on Instagram, I do it on Twitter, and I do it on Discord. And this week, I picked Twitter, which is great. So let's go ahead. Let me just take five here, and uh, I'm installing the app as we speak. I'm, I'm basically uh, buying for time here. And uh, we'll be right back. We'll get it going. I'm going to get it installed. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. I'm going to give you a little music while you wait. Okay, we got it up and running here. We're looking good. So I posted on Twitter. Here we go. I posted on Twitter earlier and let everyone know, hey, yo, it is time, baby. It is time to get your question answered. Twitter, you are up. So uh, I'm going to jump right in here, and I'm actually going to... I can pull it. This is so great. I love this. I'm going to do this shit right here on the fly. Just give me a sec. And uh, I'll kind of speed run through this stuff here. Okay, 
boom. There it is. Ah, see, I love it. Even doing it live. Fuck it. We're doing it live. All right, Twitter. Love to answer your questions. Jumping right in. We got Batman there. Look at him. He's like, hmm, interesting. What do you think about that fall, Mr. Horse? Oh, I don't know. I don't like it. And we're going to go right down the list. I'm going to answer these questions. You can see him here live. The Cartridge Bros, my homies. Love you guys. Thanks for participating and being here. What is more What is more of a challenge, hosting a solo podcast or coordinating a five-man show? What are some struggles and rewards of each? That is a fantastic question and uh, something that I definitely have experience in. Um, what is more challenging? Uh, definitely hosting a five-person podcast. That is for sure. Um, the biggest issue is scheduling and um, people's lack of interest is really what it is. Um, getting everyone together in one show is difficult, especially the older you get. I think the younger you are, the more footloose and fancy free you are, the less life shit you got going on. But when it, when you get older, you know, you, you become an adult, you grow a little, grow a little hair on your balls. You start to find out that, you know, a lot of shit's going on and it's tough. It's really tough to get everyone together, especially when you don't live in the same place. Uh, so you have people all over the world, different time zones, different schedules. It's very, very difficult. And that's why I want to do a solo one, my own time, my own schedule, do it on my terms, and just create a banging show. So, yeah. And the the pros and cons, that's a big pro for doing solo, that I can control every aspect of it. I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about mics not fucking working or troubleshooting. Every time I do an episode on AGG, I would always be helping troubleshoot something. That's what I did, though. I liked that. I helped. Uh, our guests and things and everyone else but uh yeah editing i would edit a ton and and that is now cut down completely on this which is really really nice uh the benefit of having a five-person show is that you get that five-person or four-person uh show with multiple personalities which is really nice and i like that too thanks for the question appreciate that charlie what up homie good to see you he says will there be an all will all gen gamers ever do a final episode it's something that we've talked about and i brought that up to him uh, you know, we've we've been in talks about, and I've mentioned this before, but we've been in talks about trying to bring it back. Um, logistically, it's going to be very difficult and require a lot of work, um, specifically on my end to do it, which I'm okay doing, but I would need to be compensated for this and time. And in fact, all of the guys would like to be compensated at this point. And the fact is, is that it's hard. It's just hard to do it. Um so we did talk about possibly doing like just a final episode to say thank you and goodbye. Um, you know, something that we've talked about. We've brought it up. Uh, we have no definite yes or no on that. Uh, we have no definite yes or no that the nail's in the coffin of it yet. So uh, we'll just kind of keep going and see what happens down the road. I hope we can bring it back. I'm all for it. Uh, quick Save Club. What up? Good to see you. What is your favorite obscure PC title? That is such a great question. <laughs> in fact, we just talked about... Um, uh, the uh, the spy game there that was really really fun and the second one uh, spy in harm's way is uh, really really good man get me on the spot there mobile armor um, mobile armor is really good from them I like that a ton but obscure mm. obscure you know. Yeah, I mean, all those really shitty uh, racing games I love, and you know that too. Oh, you know what? No, I've got one. It's called Whiplash. Whiplash. Um, yeah, that's it. That's totally it. I was just thinking. Uh, Whiplash. It's also called Heart Attack Racing Overseas. They thought 
heart attack was too too bad for a U.S. market for whatever reason. So they renamed it Whiplash, which oh, it's so much better. But it was an early, early um, 3D graphics card, 3D accelerated uh, racing game. Look it up. Interplay uh, uh, published it, and I think it was done by Gremlin. Oh, so good. I remember getting it. I remember my PC not being able to run it at the time, and I freaked out. I was like, God damn, and then we ended up upgrading and getting another computer, which did run it, and it's so fun. Great, great um Great game. Also uses the same voice actor as this, the guy. Oh, I forget his name. I feel like such an idiot. The guy who uh, did the voices for Rock and Roll Racing on Super Nintendo. He was that. Uh, he's that uh, monster truck uh, BMX announcer guy. He's super, super famous. Did tons and tons of stuff. A lot of good stuff there. <clears throat> uh, really love that. Okay. Um, BMC Randomness, the homie. What up? Good to see you. Thanks for getting in on the uh, the Twitter there. What's your dream car? I know you were into tuner cars back in the day. Ah, uh, yes. I am into tuners for sure. I was heavy into cars back in the day, and maybe someday I can talk about that and even show pictures. I had a show car. Uh, I'm very much into Hondas and imports. Uh, I love Hondas, Acuras, Toyotas, Nissans, you know, the earlier ones. Um, super, super into that. Um, dream car? I don't know. I, I think... I know what you'd expect. You'd be like, oh, my dream car would be like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or a Conaseg or something like that. Uh, honestly, you know what I really want? I want a fucking garage, a 10-car garage. That's what I want, a 10-car garage. And I want to be able to go out and buy old tuner cars and build them up and make a fucking dream garage of just my favorite tuners. I want to take like, you know, like old, you know, Integras and Civics. I want to take like, I want some old Acuras, like I want a Legend and Vigor. I want, uh, I want to get a, you know, um, a whole bunch of Toyotas. Like I want to get a Supra. I want to get the IS, Lexus IS three hundred. I want to get all these, like, just like retro fun tuner cars and just have fun with them and build them. And uh, even it'd be nice to like do them up and make them like factory new, like with new parts. That would be dope. I really want to do that. I don't want to spend five hundred thousand dollars on a Ferrari. I want to spend $500,000 on a fucking tuner garage. Who's with me? Get at me, dude. Let's do that. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> uh, Dennis, what up? Hi, Dennis here on Twitter. He asked, what is the best item you've ever found thrifting? Oh, my God. I love this. I could tell a story with this, and I think I have before many times. I'll tell it again briefly. Early 2000s, I was out in Gresham, Oregon. I was doing some thrifting. This is way before... You know, YouTube, this is way before I was filming. I, I've been doing it my whole life. Early 2000s, I'm out. I walk into a Goodwill, and I walk in, and, and behind the glass counter, first thing I look, I look down. I'm scanning, scanning, scanning. I see a plastic bin. It was like a red or blue something plastic bin. And inside the bin looked like it had box, like boxes, like video game boxes, right? And as gamers, we know when we see that shit, we're like, oh, fuck. Those are games. <clears throat> I didn't know from looking at it from a distance, but as I got in and looked closer, I noticed they were virtual boy games. What? So I'm starting to panic because I see like, I see at least 10 of them in there. And I'm like, are you fucking for real? I asked the lady, I'd like to see that bin of games. She pulls it out, just, you know, plops it, boom, puts it on the table. And I'm, I'm, I start to pull them out. They're all virtual boy games 
Um, I'm freaking out. You know, there's only like 14 games released for the Virtual Boy. This was like 10 or 11 of them. And like six of them were sealed, right? The other ones, all right? And I ha I really, sh man, I wish I, wish I would have read these questions before I would have brought them out. So they're sealed. A lot of them are sealed. And the other ones that aren't sealed, they just have a little slit on the plastic wrapping on the crease. And like the plastic flap is still there. Like they didn't even rip the plastic off. They just cut it and opened it up to take the game out and then folded it back down and put a little piece of tape on it. They were so fucking meticulous. You wouldn't believe it. And so I got all these great games, like factories. I still have them. I never opened them. And it's crazy. So that was like one of the best finds. Here's the kicker. I know you're probably like, how much do they fucking cost, Jason? $9.99 a game. Which at the time, this was early 2002, 01, 03, somewhere in there. That was pretty steep, right? Got to remember, not that far. Uh, I guess it was actually. 96, they fucking unloaded this shit. They were just throwing them in dumpsters. So to pay 10 bucks a game, I was like, oh, it's pretty steep. But I was like, ah, I got to do this shit. And I bought them all. I bought them all. I spent, uh, I don't know what it was, 70, 80 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it was, all the games. And yeah, they're great. Absolutely. I love that story. I have so many other ones too, but maybe we can talk about it sometime. Uh, Drombeg, what up? Good to see you. Thanks for joining on uh, Twitter. It says, hey, General J. General Jason, Commander Chief Squad, Long Toe, reporting for booty, sir. Sir, what is your name, uh, Long Toe? Because I have a fucking Long Toe. What's your favorite coffee? Oh, man. Let me have some Big Nels No Po Nuts. What is my favorite coffee? The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. How about that? I do like I do like shitty Folgers. I don't I don't really I don't discriminate against shitty ass Folgers. I do like it. it smells good. Um, we just bought some cookies and cream from Winco, and that's really good. Uh, honestly, I love to grind you know fresh coffee if you can. Gr I grind my own beans. Fucking love coffee. Anytime you guys want to get together with me and have coffee and just chill, fucking let me know. Let me know. Oops. I lost it. Where'd it go? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I love, I love coffee. We have Folgers here at the house. I like the Dunkin' Donuts double, double creamer because it doesn't have any flavor. It's just cream. Right. Um, so when I have like, here's, I just talked about this with my dad because we, we have the snicker, we have the coffee mate snickers creamer. And I like that. And then we also have the, the double, double from Dunkin' Donuts, which is just extra thick cream. If I have coffee that has flavoring in it, like our ground, we have cookies and cream ground. We put that in. I don't want to. I don't want to burden that flavor with Snickers or French vanilla or any of that shit. I want just regular creamer. So I'll use regular Dunkin' Dunk Dunkin' Double Double for that. But if we have just Folgers, just so straight Folgers, I'm gonna I'm gonna spice that up a little spice life. I'm gonna hit that with some Snickers, you know, boom, just like that, and then take it to the head, bam, 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 just like that. Really good. Fucking love coffee. Used to never like coffee as a kid either. What is wrong with me? Stop it. Get some help. Um, yeah, love it though. Thanks for the question there. It is my man, Dr. Dave in the house, the deep pud in the place to be. Good to see you, Dave. What's up, man? How you doing? <clears throat> what was the very first game you remember playing? God, you guys are asking amazing fucking questions. You guys are so good. Thank you. And I wish I would have read through some of these like and been, been more prepared because I could show you this stuff. Um, 
my father, Big Nell, yes, the same creator of Big Nell's Nuts, brought out a Pong, 1970s Pong game that you'd plug into your TV with your coax, and uh, you would play Pong and have the two paddles. If you go look up just like 19, go Google a 1970s Pong, and you'll see the device. It has a little speaker in the middle, has an on-off switch on the, on the bottom in the middle, and then it has two um, potentiometers, basically two pots on the side, which control the up, up and down vertical of your paddles. And that was the very first game I ever played. And I got hooked. I was laying on the ground on the fucking orange and brown shag carpet like like the you, you think it happened. It really did like that in the early 80s. And I would just lay there and we played Pong and it was just like boop, 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 back and forth. And it was fun as hell, man. Loved it. Loved just being able to control something on the screen was insane and really, really loved it. So that was the very first game I played very quickly after that. My grandfather, rest in peace, bought us an Atari 2600, which I still have the box for and I still have the console for. It's it's you know a piece of the uh, of the collection. But and then then my whole world changed. We played Combat, River Raid, Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, all those great games. But first one to answer your question was Pong. Thank you, Dave. Much love to you, sir. Appreciate that. My man Dan, what's up? How you doing? Um, where in the world would you love to visit that you haven't already done so? For thrifting or non-thrifting, holidays, getaway? That's a great question. Where would I like to travel? The older I get, the more I'm finding that I would like to travel. It would be so nice because seeing the world is a beautiful thing. It really is. You really don't know. Some people, it's crazy to think some people will live and die in the same place that they were born at and born in, in their city, in their town, in the house. They will never leave. They will never see the world. They have never experienced any of that. Now, I'm not saying that that is wrong. So don't, don't take that like it's wrong. What I'm saying is, is that there's so much out there. And when you go out and explore and experiment and, and, and apply yourself and try new things like that, it's so beautiful. And some people, some people aren't lucky enough to do that. You know, so, you know, there is that aspect of it, too. But, uh, you know, I've honestly, I don't know, man. I, I haven't really lived any. Well, I mean, I've lived in a few places, but traveling, I don't know. I'd really like to maybe go to uh, Europe or something like that. Maybe go out to the UK. Uh, I see. I mean, I have a lot of friends in the UK and I, I see lots of great pictures and culture and history. And I, I just think it's so cool. And I would love to love to experience that. I mean, I don't have a passport or anything, so, but, you know, that'd be easy to get. And, you know, maybe sometime I could do that. I've been to Canada once, but it was during a band trip, and we didn't get to really experience that. So uh, I would like, I know it, it's, it's like Canada, you know, it's like, it's kind of close. I could make that happen. But, and I have so many great friends in Canada, and um, God, I would love to come up there and visit everyone and just hang out and have some poutine and have some coffee. How about that, motherfuckers? Let's do Stop it. it. Stop it. Get some, get some help. Get some help. Yeah, I need some help. But yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. I'd like to go to the UK, travel around, see some of that beautiful country, and drive some cars. I'd like maybe go to the autobahn, just drive in the autobahn. Check that out. I, one place I don't want to go is Russia. I feel like I will die there. I watch those Russia dash cams. Oh my god, all these cars are doing are crashing. <laughs> no, I'm sure it'd be fine when it's not snowing. 
Um, uh, coming up next, the last question here, ZZS86. What up? Thank you for participating and hanging out with us on Twitter. Would love to know if you participated in Record Store Day, and if so, what did you buy? I am sad to say, and I usually participate in these, and you, I don't think you can see. Can you see records over there? Does it go that far? No, it doesn't. See my turntable? It's right here, my turntable, and then below is all my records. You can't really see it, but um, no, I didn't participate in it. I decided that I wanted to sleep the fuck in today and relax and work on some music. I did some mixing. I was working on The Color Blush. I'm, I'm working on their record right now. I'm mixing it, uh, their EP, and I just wanted to hang out, and I didn't go out at all. So, no, I didn't. But maybe um, next time I'll pull out some records and show you what I did purchase at other record store days because uh, I, I like to go out and support uh, some local record stores and, and do all that fun stuff. Good questions. Thank you so much, Twitter. You guys are awesome. I appreciate that. Thanks for taking part. And, of course, get at me in Discord. I'm going to rotate it next week. So uh, pay attention to uh, Facebook or Instagram, or Discord. I'm not sure which one I'll pick yet, but it will be happening soon. We are almost exactly two hours on the dot, longest episode of the of the series, really, since I've done this. And in staying true to my word and keeping good form, keeping the show to two hours where we won't go over it. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. We've had such a great time. Um, all the links are coming, of course, on the outro. But if you want to partake, heinyhouse.com is the website. Get at me and get at me with my nuts. Big Nell's nuts, that is. Catch you later. Bye now. That's all for this episode of Heine House Live. Thank you all so much for being here. This podcast is directly supported and funded by your generous pledges given on Patreon. You know, and if you're sitting there like, hey, you know, thanks, Jay. I appreciate that. You know, I had a good time. You know, this was a good date. We had a, we had a nice, nice sesh here. Maybe he had a little giggle. You know, maybe he had a little tickle. You know, if you felt a little something-something, had a good laugh, cracked a little smile, you know, swing on by Patreon. Just come on in. You don't even need reservations. It's, it's always open for you, ready to go. Just come on by. Got a bunch of exclusive content, music, all kinds of stuff there for you. And, of course, how about social media? If you're on the interwebs, maybe you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can find me at handle at Heine House. And lastly, of course, audio questions. Please get those going. Get on the horn. You know, get on the the bullhorn. Maybe you want to get on the string and cup. And maybe you got a talk boy. Maybe you want to submit that to me via talk boy. That would be fantastic. Bust out the cassettes. Submit those audio questions via email. HeineHouseLive at gmail.com. And of course, the real-time community chat can be found in our Discord server where the party never ends. It continues all night long. HeineHouse.com. See y'all in the next one. Bye now.